understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome to The Stranded Face Podcast. This is your girl. I'm your host, Jessica Hurley, and I'm so excited about today's episode. I thought this was so cool because we've had a interesting few weeks of conversations around ending 2019 with checking your friends, auditing your friends, how to own that you have changed, and just kind of how to unlock some of these blessings and some of the things that it's going to take for you to be a new you in 2020. It's a new decade. This is an opportunity for a new life and and true transformation. Um, But what it's going to take is real sacrifice. And so I had so many ideas for the next couple of weeks of the content that I was going to produce. But I realized that real life matters too. We can talk about all the things that we want to do and talk about all the experiences that we have. But I love bringing real life to you guys. And I figured it was really cool to bring you some of the girls that I do life with. And it's so important, that circle of influence that we've continuously talked about. I know I gave you a checklist. I gave you a checklist of what these people in your circle are supposed to be like. But at the end of the day, when you surround yourself with people that have the same growth mindset as you, and we've talked about this, just the same growth mindset, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what niche you're in, what you're focused on, or what place in life you're at. If you have just decided yesterday that this is my day one, and I am going to transform, I'm going to grow, I'm going to change, you and I now have the same mindset. All this growth mindset means is that you are committed to growth, and growth is growing two ways, through seeking new knowledge, and being committed and willing to go through pain, pain that requires you to grow. And so when you meet these people, you know who they are. And those are the type of people that you have to keep close to you. And so I make it a priority to keep people that I meet and that have that same growth mindset close to me. And so today I have two girls that I do life with. We support each other's businesses. We constantly keep in contact with each other. We try to make sure that if one is down, the other one can pull you up. And um, we use each other's influence and positivity to kind of round each other out. And, you know, we seek God, higher power, the universe, and and positive energies together too. And that's what I love. So I know these are two girls that I can come to about anything. And I thought it would be so cool to have them on the podcast. So I want to welcome my girls, (laughs) Anissa and Bianca, to the podcast. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's so crazy. (laughs) I knew this was coming. (laughs) It was so, so crazy. I don't know. It's a time in life right now where I feel like ready to speak about this past, like, 365 days in the mental journey I've been on and how it has truly shown up in real life and how I've had to deal with it because it is a transformation. It is a decision that you have to constantly make to evolve. Constantly make a decision that you constantly (laughs) have to make. I really, really want people to understand that because, and if we can be honest about this, from the day I met you, you have been trying to evolve and it's been peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. It's been like, I'm on top of the mountain, I have decided, I am changing, I am evolving, I'm doing all these things, and then all of a sudden, you go quiet. Yeah. And I feel like we all have these like super low dips where we're like, well, life seemed great for a little while. I was ready to make this change and this transformation and just do life differently, and then all of a sudden, circumstance or whatever it is. Fear. (laughs) Fear. Mindset. (laughs) Doubt. scary to evolve. Like, you're getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Shit is 
scary. Absolutely. <laughs> Getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing you can do is just to be comfortable in your uncomfortable, most uncomfortable state. Because once you're like realize that this is just a small portion of your life and you're going to keep growing past it, it's not mm. going to be so hard. You know, I'm a jump first do later let me think about that later kind of girl so i'm going to just get in there and then i'm like oh what? i'm deep what? <laughs> <laughs> who who swims out of this oh and then, meanwhile i'm over here like calculating like okay and then what outfit do we plan to do this jump and how are we doing this and where or maybe this jump's the best one so i am that deliberator that has to like literally push herself over the edge and say, you know what, sometimes you have to just do to figure it out. I love this though, because it's two types of people both get paralyzed in different phases of the journey. I'm a lot like you be, like I jump, I jump. Like I'm like, idea seems solidified, makes sense. <laughs> if I wait, I'll wait too long. I'm mm -hmm. jumping face first. Commit, 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 commit. And then like three months later, I'm like, what the fuck? did I do like yeah, back back pedal <laughs> and then I start like sporadically making phone calls calling mentors like how do I fix this what do I do this is a mess I didn't make enough money nothing makes sense like and I'm like can I roll out of it and it's like that's really hard too and then that's when you get to the point where I think a lot of people give up I think a lot of people jump head first they get knee deep or waist deep or underwater and they're like I can't climb out on top of this I made the biggest mistake of my life I this is not for me and the ego tries to protect you. Right. Oh, yeah. This is not for me. Right. So I need to go back to doing what I know, which is this secure job, this, you know, this relationship, this, you know, it's just like when you get out, you try to leave somebody and then mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I miss him so much. Mm. I, it feels better to be with him. And in reality, that's not the case. You just have to get over the hump. But you just have to, the biggest thing, you question yourself in those moments Ooh, of who yes. I am in that moment. You're like, dang, am I really this person? Can I really get past this point? Or am I comfortable with sticking with the friends that go out all the time and just staying in the motion of this life of whatever? Or am I going to make myself uncomfortable and stay home on Friday and Saturday nights by myself and work on a plan so I can grow into another person? Can we talk about that for a second? I love that you said this. You said, and I want to ask you about this, mm -hmm. is you said that you feel, you make a decision that you feel uncomfortable to stay home and tell everyone no. Mm -hmm. And like for me, I talk about that all the time, but for me, that was a pretty fairly easy decision. I got to a point in my life before I chose personal growth and entrepreneurship, I was pretty done with going out. But like, you know, or even, I just had gotten to this phase of my life where I was pretty good. Like, it doesn't make me any better. I was just like, I kind of like being alone. I'm an only child. I think that's like a natural thing for us. Um, whereas with you, and I've heard this from several people, is that's not typically a very easy decision. Mm -mm. So what makes it so difficult? And where did you get to like the breaking point? I think one, my family has always been doing something, you know? So when I'm constantly not in like a vibe or like there's not an event or something like that, I feel bored. I mean, you're bored. Family's always throwing parties. Always. Yeah. And here every I am. Every holiday, every party weekend. Yesterday, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I'm that person as well. So when I feel like I'm not in the constant movement, that's what I think is more it is, is like movement. Mm -hmm. When I feel like I'm at home and I'm like planning, it's for long term. And I'm a lot of person of right now. Ooh. So it's like when that's that struggle of like, is what's more satisfying right now or long term? 
Mm. I think that's where I really struggle with that. But I'm like also comfortable with being home. And I also think that sometimes when it's hard is when you're in a relationship, but mine's long distance, so obviously I'm home still. And you know, when you're with somebody, you're easier with saying, all right, cool, I can stay home. My man's home, I'm home, I'm, everyone's I'm home. I'm with someone, right? Yeah, exactly. Even if you're not even chilling in the same room, yeah. it's that comfort of someone there. Exactly. It's just But that. not long distance, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's completely different. Exactly. So let me ask you this. What do you think, what in your mind says, because there's no rule book that says like, well, now you've committed to growth, Anissa. You've committed to growth, Bianca. Now you have to stop going out. Now you have to stop going to happy hours. Now you have to stop doing all these extra things. That's not a rule. I wouldn't even say that. But but every person (laughs) I've ever talked to that is committed to transformation says, I had to stop. I had to make sacrifices. Mm -hmm. I had to prioritize me. I had to stop going out. I had to stop choosing everyone over myself. What makes you feel like that's a requirement to personal growth? Honestly, it's just your time management. Like, Mm -hmm. I cannot go out be in the club, like I used to love it. I was like, okay, I'm on a list, I'm getting, and I'm sitting in VIP. <laughs> I kid you not, I thought I made it when I was in Miami. I look over and Drake's at the next, next table. I'm like, oh, my life. My life. <laughs> but then, and I was caught in that habit for a, a long time, and I had to let that person go because I had to start finding validation in those things that really filled my, mm-hmm. and not for 2.5 seconds for a couple likes on Instagram and a couple, of, like a free bottle and everything. Like, yeah. it's like that start to make me feel more joyed when I can go to a mastermind and I can meet someone new and I can have that moment where I can bounce ideas off or help someone else with their ideas, that became more fulfilling. So that decision started to become easier to make that I'm going to commit to growth, I'm going to commit to change because the payback, no, it wasn't something instant, but it was something so much more deep. You hit on it. I love this. I think there's some people listening and they think, okay, so, okay, so you gave up the happy hours. You gave up the friends. Mm-hmm. Now you're that bratty friend that says, I don't have time for you guys. You know, and it's like, who do you think you are? You think you're better than everybody. But you said it. I think when we get a little bit older, mm-hmm. when we kind of choose a different life, that it's more about, I think what fills our cup is a value exchange. Mm-hmm. Whereas that old life, there was no value exchange. It just took. There was temporary gratification, but it just takes, 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 mm-hmm. or you're just taking, you know, like. Like, mm-hmm. make me feel validated. Make me mm-hmm. tell me I look right. good. You know, I want to see a celebrity so that I know that I'm dope tonight. You know, yeah. like, it's this give, give, give. And it's like, when you're older and you build these relationships and you stop choosing those quick, temporary, validating nights or things, right. and then you go to masterminds or you go to conferences to learn more or you even do, you know, more family events with closer friends or, right. you know, Bible study or just things yeah, that we do. video to learn something new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're, it's a value exchange. You're meeting right. people that you're like, hey, you know some very interesting things. I know some very interesting things. How can we be resourceful to one another? And that fills your cup. That's a whole different feeling. And it actually gives you value because in those lifestyles, whether it is any type of lifestyle that replenishes you, where you are just not having that value exchange, either you're the one just taking and you're not really taking anything of value or you're the person who's being taken when you're in a tight bind, when you are down, when you are not feeling good about yourself, it goes right back to that circle of influence. That right. person's not going to have a solution. Or you're like, okay, well, you know what? What's going to fix it? We'll just go out tonight. It'll be all fine. And again, you're just 
going through this vicious cycle and it's actually almost like self-abuse in a way mm, and it's self-sabotage yeah yeah for sure self-sabotaging habits is what you have to really figure out for yourself what are those and it's going to be different from ev- for everyone and you have to identify those and you have to choose like okay i'm gonna stop doing this to myself because i value myself i love myself so much much more than this it's comfortable mm. being who you are mm-hmm. and saying no i'm cool with staying home mm-hmm. it's fine you can go out, see you Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I'll still go out here and there, but I also now have boundaries when I go out. Like, I already know, okay, if I'm going out for a birthday, cool, we'll do dinner. I may join you for a little bit at the club, but at a certain time, I'm going to get home because I need to get some rest. One, I need my right. sleep now. <laughs> Can't wake up the next day and just start going when yeah, you're over. But I need to, like, I need to preserve my energy. I need to protect my energy. And there's mm. only so much of that interaction I can tolerate in that world and environment now that I'm like okay I've checked in for a little bit I showed up I showed out and now I'm gonna go home Mm -hmm. because I have something much more bigger to show up for Mm. that's why I love dinner dates yeah you know I'd rather be with my girls at dinner and drink a glass of wine and talk good conversations instead of who's gonna see me tonight Oh, I don't want anyone to see me. Sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. I don't even want to see certain people. Having like, things oh, gosh, evolved. You're still out here. You you went from everybody look at me to right? now no, I want no one to see me. I rather them feel my impact. Oh. Mm. That's just it. Nisa's on the podcast, Robert Jims. I rather it's it's so much. Even my friends who I'm now able to give, even you, for instance, our conversations have evolved so much. Yes. What? Very much. And it's like, the minute we leave, it's like great energy between us. If I can give someone that impact and that energy, that is so much more worth it. Oh my gosh, you want a lemon drop, Jessica? Here you go, girl. Here's a lemon drop. <laughs> it's so much, much more. And, and I think to me, even going back now to my faith and getting more rooted in that, that's how mm-hmm. I can serve people, showing up better for myself and then showing up better for people and giving them much more value to their life than a good time for 2.5 seconds. Whew. I gotta go back to this. You <laughs> use the word protect, my like to protect, to create boundaries, to protect my energy. And protecting is so powerful because we only have so much, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I just picture it as like this ball and all of these things are like poking holes, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like you, you have to create this strong shell of what you allow in and what you allow out. I imagine Bubble Boy, honestly. I'm in the middle. I feel like I'm the, the bubble. Protect me like around me. Yeah, right? <laughs> And you just want to keep this is my safe space and I want the next thing to come into me to be good and valuable and not to harm and like what's going on. You know, I don't want to necessarily like I'd rather be around my girls going to follow my faith and everything like that. I'd rather those nights and days over being comfortable in an uncomfortable dress. So here's the question. So both of you have started businesses in the last year yeah. on your own. Do you feel like you realized after starting businesses that it, how important it was to protect your energy? Oh, yeah. Or was that yeah. well before you knew that already? Here and there on that one. But I mean, I went into business with other people and not that they were bad energy for me but our energies didn't connect in a way when it came to business and friends so it needed to that was like protecting what i wanted to grow into and those kind of things so i definitely think that i started protecting myself and what i wanted more once i became into my own 
which is my business because I am my business. Yes. I want to hit on that because I think so many people are like, oh, like I want people to understand that when you make a decision to go into business for yourself because you've been sold a dream online or for whatever godforsaken reason, yes, you are making one of the most powerful decisions you're ever going to make in your life. You will, I tell everyone, you will reap everything you sow, good and bad. <laughs> you know, you will live and die by everything that you do, good and bad. And it is so beneficial. It's such a journey. It's like holding a mirror up to your face. Running a business is like holding a mirror up to your face and knowing that every decision you make, good or bad, has a result that you have to live in. But it's like when you make this decision to start a business, you have to make so many sacrifices. Because when I was relying on income with someone else, I could be like, yeah, screw that. 501, I'm out and we partying. Right. You know, 501, I'm stressed about the income that didn't come in today because I sent out invoices last week and those people didn't pay it. So now over the weekend, I got to focus on making more money because I can't pay the bills that are due next Friday. Y'all out here thinking like, oh, she's too obsessed with money. She's this, she's that. No, I made a decision to create income from from me, income that is created and curated from me. Yes, there has to be some serious sacrifices. Mm -hmm. This is not about me thinking I'm better than anybody. No. This is not about me like, oh, I don't go out anymore. That's not my thing. Like, no, mm -mm. it's so different. Like, well, you know, for me, I went through the hardest time when I had my own business, but I started at my parents' house. So that was comfortable. Mm -hmm. I was just making my money mm -hmm. and I was investing here and there, whatever. What made me super uncomfortable was being in my own business and now living on my own. Mm -hmm. Ooh, those first couple of months. <laughs> what was, did I do? I was like, oh my gosh, who am I? What am I doing? Is this possible? Where am I going to go? Am I going to crash and burn in three months? Like, what is this? Can I ask you a really deep question? Like, this is an honest one. Yeah. What changed? Was it that you learned how to budget and you got used to the money you were spending? Or did you find a way to make more money? Mm, I can't say budget. <laughs> <laughs> Home goods will sponsor me. Girl, I love Home Goods. <laughs> no. No, I can't say budget. I guess I just hustle harder. You rise to the occasion. Every yeah. time. When you run a business, you rise to the occasion. It blows my mind. Every time I hire someone new, I'm like, whoa, I start sweating bullets. I'm like, that's messing with my income and I don't know if I can handle that. And then what do I do? It creates more space for me to bring in new clients and then I make more money. And I'm like, oh, I was sweating that? Why was I sweating that? That's not that? so bad. All I did was rise to the occasion, you know? So it's like literally the 100% of the energy, you could put 20% of your energy into your job and get by. You could put 60% into your job and probably get a promotion or a raise for a dollar or 50 cents or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you could put 100%. You really can only play between 80 and 100% when it's your business. Mm -hmm. You operate anything less than that, you'd be broke. B-R-O-K-E. Like, broke, broke, yeah. broke. Like, that's it. Those are the only options. Yeah. Literally, it's like, for me, yes, I still have, like, my main job, per se, my 9 to 5. But trust me, like, 501, I'm clocking into the Anissa business. And I'm going home and I have to create content and I have to have enough energy to show up and translate me being energetic on camera for people and selling myself literally on Instagram, not like in a bad way, but I have to create a video. I need to edit it. I need to get it out. I need to make sure it has all the right elements when it comes to SEO and being able to do the homework to run my business like that. I'm getting to the point where I know next year I can scale it. I can bring in someone to help me. But when it's really only you running that show, mm -hmm. your energy is so important. 
important and it goes beyond just the party friends you know mm-hmm. it goes beyond that it goes to my co-workers it goes to my job it goes to the minute I walk into my job and I'm so grateful for every opportunity that job has provided for me because I've learned so much that now I can repurpose that and build something for myself but at the same time I know that energy has to be disciplined when it comes to them, discipline with even my family. It goes full 360 around everything that's surrounding you. Mm-hmm. So much. Mm. Okay, so my question <laughs> to both of you is what, in short version, because I know both of your stories and they're incredible and they're also timely. So <laughs> why, my audience knows why I started my business. Bianca, why did you, short version, what made you go out on your own as a, a salon? What do you call that? Solo salon owner? I'm an independent salon owner. Yeah. Honestly, I felt my job, which, you know, as a hairstylist, it's to be creative and everything like that. And the environment I was in was not doing that for me anymore. It wasn't helping me grow to the point that I wanted to. And so at that point, I was just ready for more. And I seek more in that situation. So I left and decided to be on my own. I went into a spot and I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. I'm this leaving. everything I've been I wanting. Know. Exactly. So that was in a matter of literally two months, a month. Did you have any doubt? Were you like, I don't think I can do this? Or you were like, I'll figure it out. I mean, I was, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it got to it and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. But I already committed. So it is what it is. You had and to make it work. Yeah, we make it work. Mm-hmm. If you're going to possibly fail, you're going to struggle. So mm. you just got to keep going. Don't stop. I feel like you just play with like the line of like, you know, they say people play with death. I feel like an entrepreneur should be like play with the line of failure all the time. All yeah. the time. Like you're like, oh, the ground's getting real close right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting real close to zero. <laughs> Say one time, you're gonna cry in your car. You're gonna cry in your car. You're gonna cry in your car. You're gonna cry in your car, your house, anywhere. Cry. I cried on that kitchen floor not too long ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen, but it was time. It was more out of body experience time. I wanna know why for you, but then after this, I wanna talk about despite what has happened, how worth it it is. So for me, two main reasons one i've always loved fashion since i was a child like you could not stop me from playing dress up and you are the fashionista being in fashion magazines but representation seeing someone who looks like me who talks like me however you want to slice and dice it have a voice in the industry and maybe it's not the same voice as we were what or that daniel bergman girl 1.1 million people but there is someone who resonates with me and i think it was realizing making that avatar dressing her up and starting to see that person also respond your content and dm you that's Mm. why it's for that person because they want to be inspired she wants to be inspired and Mm. i can do that to provide an amazing experience and make people feel like cinderella like i can tell you every time i've had a rough day at work and i met a customer i can turn her day around just by making her feel great shoot this is cool i can do that and i want to do it without boundaries and i want to do it with my own flair so me i can be digital and styling someone i can be in person and styling someone. I, I can do both. I like this because you're just scaling your impact. You're taking mm-hmm. what you already have and scaling it Yeah. <laughs> by bringing it to the internet. And I think I just had to put it to that terms to myself. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I can do that. That's not I'm already doing science. it. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> tries to make it rocket science. It's like, I want to become a millionaire and I want to be on the internet and I want to have a personal brand and I want to do all these things. Like, you're at a job right now. Typically, sometimes it's a skill that you're passionate about like you. Most people, it's a skill that they learned. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. You're just taking that skill and expanding it mm -hmm. to the internet. That's it. By that, you're scaling your impact. So you go from helping all the people that you can only help in person in a eight hour window to now helping four or five, six times that mm -hmm. all at once with the same content over and over and over again. And making people feel good and building your own legacy. So one day when I have my own child, I can inspire her to achieve really high. Oh gosh, him or her, either way. I love a girl, but. <laughs> <laughs> you already had it set in your mind. I mean, I'm collecting a lot brain of things, boots, <laughs> right? Like I'm already collecting nice bags to give, you know? <laughs> But that's it. It's a legacy. I think for us in our generation, we realize we can make our own legacy. It's not about going home from your nine to five and gosh darn, I'm a great worker. Yeah. Yes. I, I cringe when I hear people now like, well, I saw someone the other day on, on a motorbike, like leaving work in a suit on a motorbike. And I was just like, I remember as a kid growing up and my parents being like, well, you buy a car you can afford. You know, and you mm -hmm. you work a job until, until you prove yourself, and then you get a raise, and then you get a promotion. Maybe you become the manager, and then you can buy a nice car that you can afford. And I'm not saying start a business and buy a nice car, but what I'm saying is it was like, that's insane. Like, you're teaching people to do something for 10, 20, 30 years. And then come home and tell their kids every day, well, I work really hard. I'm committed to the same thing over and over again. I'm making someone else their money. And they have no loyalty, commitment, or requirement to be committed to me. Exactly. Oh, yeah, you'll be replaced easy. Yeah. We're all replaceable. And that's uh -huh. like kind of like 101 going to work for someone. We're all replaceable. Exactly. I remember my first job at Champs, my manager saying, we're all replaceable, even me. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, oh, okay. Okay. But the system teaches us to be worker bees. Yeah, absolutely. And then you get the rebels who break out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. So then tell me, B, for sure, like what, no matter how hard this is, why is it so rewarding? Because it's harder than having a job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, my mom even had to call me out and ask me. She's like, are you a salon employee or are you the salon owner? And I was like, ooh. Ouch. That hurts, mom. <laughs> it's real. This is not just like uh, you can clock in whenever you feel like it and clock back out. It's like you said earlier, when you leave your nine to five and you start on your business, that's the same thing. Once I'm done with my people, we still have business to do. But it's been super rewarding in every way because it's like I said before you are your business this is who I am and I get to project it in my own way mm. especially now like that I have my own spot you get to see what I like and you know how I want the experience to be so it's been very rewarding even with all the things that has happened mm -hmm. you know you just realize that at the end it's you and you can do it like I've said before that you just keep that focus because you can get lost easily yeah you could get super mm -hmm. lost in the mix yep and comparing yourself and oh, thinking no. of Ooh, comparison girl. I mean comparison's a whole nother thing that we can get <laughs> as a whole yep. other episode yep <laughs> But it's very rewarding to see your work walk out that door and see like someone happy or someone to refer you to come see my girl, da 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 da. Like, and they're like, oh my God, I love your space. So, you know, it's like, oh, you love, that's me. You love me. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, and yes. I love that because, yep. you know, we all have our thing. Like, when I see it, I know I could already picture Anissa in a whole outfit. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Anissa. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, like, when I hear, obviously, I know. But I hear your voice <laughs> and I envision you speaking that way. Right. Like these are you qualities that you get to experience with so many different people and just show it. And that's it's the best thing. It's a piece of you that you give to the world. Yeah. It's your production. It's your creativity. Like we are our happiest when we are like in our creative zone. And usually we find ourselves
ourselves in roles in jobs particularly or corporate roles where our creativity is snipped it's like minimized it's not cute that's something that happened in my last salon it was being compared to other stylists and seeing like if you're not hitting numbers and stuff like that you're not going to move past that level that comparison but <laughs> I think too like being in business for yourself you get to show up as the most genuine version of yourself and that's when I think you can find success especially in this social media space and I was ignoring that for so long it's like okay I'm trying to be like this person make sure my content can compare to that one but when once you get to that zone where you can like shut down the noise and literally I finally listened to Gary's message of just be you like literally just mm -hmm. being you can sell you can scale you you actually can like you can scale your brand and maybe it's not again if for me it's a digital and in person maybe i can get this many people in person but i can create enough content to really make my impact felt yes. without me even being physically in front of them and so when you can be that genuine person and people vibe with it and they get it and some people don't and actually i've gotten to the place okay if you don't you don't even mm. when i was speaking in front of people this past True. friday it was like i know some people are like this is so cool what she does and other people are like Eh, okay and I'm like all right well I'm not even worried about you Susan over there in the corner <laughs> I'm gonna worry about my little corner over here but you can build a community yeah. and there's endless possibilities and you won't know what those possibilities are until you put yourself out there in full the world a hundred percent full Fully. out I had that moment today where I remembered my dance days where they would say do it full out yeah, do it right. full out. Yes. Each time, every time. And yeah. then I was like, oh gosh, okay, I'm checking <laughs> myself. All right, we need to start doing a lot more full out. Got it. Then you'll actually know. And then you would know how to course correct. And then you would know how to, you know, get your circle to help you check yourself. Being like, okay, you did it full out, girl, but let's tweak this a little bit. Yep. And that's just being a student, enjoying the process. Like those things actually really truly make me happy along this mm, journey. And seeing I my growth. Oh yeah. Seeing my growth completely. And, uh, when I met and Jess. Owning it. Yeah. When I met Jess, I was a whole other person. Oh yes. We both were. <laughs> yeah, yes, and so we all met at around the same time. So it's like that has been crazy to me because I can see like last year B, you don't even know her. Crazy. It's not here. She's yeah. not here. And, we were, and we talk about that all the time. Yeah. Like a year ago, Bianca would have did this differently. Oh yeah. I don't even know how. <laughs> Almost the most beautiful part in it is you don't even shun that person from your past. You're like, dang, I'm probably making her proud. Mm -hmm. yes. Like that girl had so much doubt. That girl did not know. That girl will react to everything and look at this girl now. Yes. Mm -hmm. And knowing just my own personal journey and saying, gosh, I'm that person who can go speak life to that previous Anissa mm -hmm. and just make her proud and be happy. That's been a really good like spiritual moment for me. I love this so much because if we could just learn, and I remember getting to this space, I, like I remember it clear as day when I got to this space. If we could just get to this space where, like I'm from St. Augustine, right? And I don't know if you've ever been to St. Augustine, but they like, they do the horse and buggy thing all the time where you, when you go there, you can still mm -hmm. ride a horse and buggy and they put the blinders on the horse so that the horse mm -hmm. can't see the cars because if the horse sees the cars, he will get distracted and move his <laughs> run off from the car, but they don't see the cars. They only see straight ahead. And so when I realized very clear when I got into a mental space where I could still see, not you in particular, but mm -hmm. I could still see other women winning. I could see you winning mm -hmm. and I'd be like, oh, that's a good idea. Yes, girl. Oh, that just motivated the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Like, I like what she did there. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, oh, well, I'm not doing that. Well, 
Everybody likes her, they don't like me. Like, she thinks she's better than everyone. We make up so much shit in our head, so much. And when mm -hmm. I finally got to that place where every other woman winning, I was like, oh, that's a bomb idea. That's what I'm talking about, girl. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, you know? Yeah, I wanna see you win. I wanna see you win, you know? Mm -hmm. And thanks for the idea. Like, right. I'm gonna take that and twist it to my own. Like, newsflash. Nobody's doing anything innovative no. here. Like, right? nobody. No. Nothing is new under no, the sun. No, we're all. all doing something. <laughs> I can twisting you, it. The person who I'm looking at right now, like, that's, yes, I see you, girl. I'm, I'm going to make this kind of my own here. Like, we're all taking <laughs> what has already been created. There's no reinventing the wheel. Putting our brand, our spin on it. I'm not saying stealing, but no. tweaking it to us. Putting our spin on it. Putting our passion on it. Yeah. Our, you know, making it part of our personal assignment to do this. And it's like, we have nothing to compare. We're mm -hmm. all doing the same thing with our personal spin on it. And the, the oldest quote in the book says that your customers and your clients and your audience are only buying from you anyway. I go to your salon to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I, I trust you. I'm going to talk to you. I talk to you. Like, I trust you to find me something to fit my body. You know me. But really, I come for an hour to hang out with you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. end of the story. I have a conversation with you. I love being around you. Your energy is everything to me. People are buying into us as people. Only the most successful people in sales really understand that. And mm -hmm. I know that because I've worked in the retail space and I've seen salespeople struggle to be like, oh, customers just, they're just not buying anything. It's like, okay, well, what are you giving them from you? Mm -hmm. How are you slowing down? Like to ask them how their day is going, get to know who that person is. Once you do that, you can get their trust. You give them a little piece of you, you show that interest. That's all it is for me on an online platform. I care about women wanting to show up and looking and feeling their best. And I want to get to know them and know how to help them do that even more. And in this phase right now, people can tell if you're authentic or not. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people out there <laughs> with a <laughs> lot of fluff right now. There's a lot of fluff and out I there. Love, and I know it sounds crazy, but I love the fact that we're all getting to this point that we are recognizing the real and we are recognizing the authentic because it is now that game-changing moment. Yep. Where that micro influencer can jump to being a, a macro influencer. I agree. A thousand mm -hmm. percent. I was just having this conversation with somebody. We were joking about this, like the conference that Chris and I went to in Vegas, y'all. There's a thousand people in the room and 500 people on the live stream. And the guy that put on this event, and I can only say this because you could go online and find him right now. And he knows who he is and he doesn't care. Built an audience from doing lives, teaching people real estate for free on lives. Like literally making people money. Made 500 people money this year with a do-rag smoking a blunt. See? Like, how to keep it real. Authentically him. <laughs> and this is not me saying that you should do a live from the toilet, but like <laughs> being authentically you and people are like, wow, like that's me too. Like I'm like that too. Like mm -hmm. people are done with the fluff. They're done with like the surface level motivation. They're mm -hmm. done with the surface little like, you know, drop your fears. Let your fears motivate you. Like I feel like every time I walk into a store, I can tell when someone's not authentically trying to buy it, build a relationship with me. Oh yeah. When they're like, oh, that's one of our cutest dresses or oh, that's my favorite dress too. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> shut up. Now time I'm like, oh, they'll pick up something. I'm like, hey, I like that, but I'm going to show you something I think is actually you. Like, right, right. put that down. Right. <laughs> come, come, come with me, friend. Authenticity I, right now? Yeah. It takes the cake. Like, it's like, I feel like, like you said, we're in a space right now where everyone is craving authenticity. They're craving vulnerability. I want to listen to a podcast. When I listen to podcasts, I want to hear somebody be like, I came home from work. My kids were inside and I sat in the garage 
for a good 25 minutes. It was like, mm, I don't really want to go in there. <laughs> like, and I want to be like, oh, thank God, because that was me yesterday. Like, right. I want to be able to connect with somebody off of the shit I'm shameful about. Right. Off the things I feel guilty for. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't mean that we can't win together and talk about the things that we can do together. And I don't want to be inspired, but I want realness. I want people to make me feel like I'm not the only crazy one. Right. Like, the shit that I feel shameful about, I'm not yeah. the only one. I mean, even me, it's like, I crave to hear people who are multi-passionate about things in life and they are super motivated because I'm like oh my gosh thank goodness because I just had coffee this morning and I was thinking I was going nuts because <laughs> I was thinking about 12 different things that I was passionate about <laughs> and I mean not that I'm going to act on all of them but I would love to always hear what makes people light up and set them on fire yeah. you know if you come into my chair you're going to get the real me yep. mm-hmm. this, this is you know I'm going to be like mm. I'm sorry. This is it. Yeah. This is what you get. Yeah. Let me, let me, I'm going to hold your butt to the fire right now. Let me tell you what I read. You really want to know my opinion? I'm going to tell you. I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. You want to know what I, you always say, do you want to know what I think? Yeah, I go and say. That's a well. loaded question. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to help you out there yeah. in my own way. But, you yep. know, people feel the energy. You yep. know, when we spoke about energy before, it's just like that you feel that you can understand someone completely and you have that connection and you're like you know what you're my girl yep. especially like through multiple things in that split second or like today I went to chicken salad chick and this girl was I could tell she was looking for like who my order right to give it to me I'm like over here and she's like oh why are you hiding from me and I'm just like oh you know best friend you know and like it was just that instant yeah. connection and having those little moments and yep. people feeling that real you and then my friend with me and she's like I think you guys just became friends (laughs) (laughs) absolutely we did (laughs) in this online space people are craving authentic so people have to really own showing up as them yeah. just like stop worrying about the comparison a comparison is a distraction like I have loved YouTube so long but I've seen one of the most popular influencers just completely lose authenticity and it's showing and it shows and it shows and it shows so I mean, Cardi B. Oh, game changer of authenticity. Cardi B. How authentic can you be when you are making millions? And she just posted a video in a sports bra and sweatpants in a kitchen with cereal falling over, everything like that. Like, come on. You make millions and you're still doing that? Love it. How can you not love her? And, like, she's going to keep it real. I mean, obviously, she has a persona to keep up, but at the same time, she has never failed on being who she was from the beginning. I want this message to be so clear is that this all wraps back into do it dirty. Like, mm-hmm. do it dirty. Just do it. There's, I get on the phone with so many potential clients that are like, oh, well, I've recorded 12 episodes. And I'm like, so why haven't we started a podcast? Mm. Well, you know, I need to wait on my branding colors and I need to wait no. on this and I need to wait on that. You can rebrand. Another. Right. <laughs> You exactly. <laughs> I waited two years to put any substantial money into my podcast where I was like, okay, I'm gonna do a new intro. I'm gonna change my colors. I'll do a new photo shoot. Like I was like, uh-uh, we putting this thing out there and we'll see what happens and we'll go from here and we'll adjust. Like new products on the market, same thing. New product, what do you do? You get a phase two, a phase three, a phase four. They adjust to, you know, client feedback and whatever. And iPhone. Like, <laughs> iPhone. We keep buying new versions of the shit. <laughs> Nobody, true. and it keeps messing. 
messing up. And nobody's like, I'm switching up. I'm going to Android. No, we get it. Because we know based on client feedback, what people are doing, Apple's money-making strategies, that they're going to continue to make a new iPhone and we're going to continue buying it. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? We're going to keep improving. And I mean, I've struggled with that actually recently. What? Well, it's because I'm by myself now and I feel like I struggle with like, no, I just want it to be perfect. And I'm just like, you saying that, I'm like, yeah, what am I doing? Nobody notices. Nobody sees what you see. Or we're so afraid that like someone's going to judge us on a level where it's like, and I really want to point this part out is I've been heavy on this lately because I read an article about it and I was like, oh my God, this is so true. Is that the biggest culprit is that I feel like if I say this on my podcast, that I think that you think that I am this, 98% of the time, you're not even worried about that. You're not even thinking about me. No. Like, you think that if you don't do it perfectly, that you're gonna have a client come in and be like, mm. well, like, this is kind of jank. Like, yeah. she's not professional. She's yeah. not this, she's not that. If they did think that, they're obviously not your ideal client. Right. Most of them are not gonna think that, so you're <laughs> overthinking what they think. Like, think about how you have dampened your light or put yourself on pause because of what you think someone else thinks of you, which typically is not even true. Like you've made this whole thing up Mm -hmm. and you're like now paralyzed or put on pause by it. That's insane. Something that's not real. Speak to me, right? Speak to me, girl. Thoughts are powerful. Speak to me. I'm like, dang, okay, I gotta go do my homework. I'm like, ooh, we're gonna bet. You know, we're going to put that follow button. We're going to do all these things now. We're going to push it out there. But that's part of the journey. (laughs) Like, that's a part of the journey. You have to learn those lessons, and you don't learn them unless you just start putting yourself in motion. And it's me as the biggest deliberator, the biggest detail-oriented for perfection person. You just have to start. You just have to get moving, and you've got to get your right support system to help you move along. I haven't seen you more driven than I have now. <laughs> You're on it. On it, on it. Yes. Amen. Think, amen. Yes, Anissa. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> when it be possible, about a good tribe and prayer. Mm, yes. Tribe and prayer. There you go. There you go. I'm telling you, you gotta have those people around you to hold you accountable and be your circle of influence. But like, I use the word accountable and I think people think, did you do your blog post? Did mm-hmm. you do this? Like, Anissa, I ain't seen you post in a minute. But like, people in my circle that are gonna keep me grounded too. I need people that know me behind the scenes. I need people that do life with me. I need people that do church with me. I need people that do, mm-hmm. you know, love and sad moments and, you know, relationship advice with me because I, I'll never forget early on in my podcast journey, like six months, Hillary used to listen to every episode and she'd be like, that was a good one. She'd call me every day. Every time, feedback. This is a good one. This, because she said this, she said this. I remember we talked about this. This was true. And one time she called me and she was like, that was a good episode. But you talked about this one story and you didn't tell the whole version. And I think the truth of that story is probably what's going to really help people. And so you need to tell the truth. And you're not telling the truth. As a matter of fact, in the last couple episodes, I feel like you haven't really like put yourself out there. You need to tell the truth. And I was like, (laughs) you know, and then I thought about it and I was like, okay, she's right. You know, and the more honest I've become and the more I put myself out there, the more I've been able to serve people. But I want people around me that are close to me that are going to check me. Check me. If I let you in my home and I love you, you can check me. You know what I mean? Like I'm giving you the green light on that. You know what I mean? And so that circle, influential, 
it's almost like it has to be a mixed bag of candy. You want a mixed bag of candy in your circle mm-hmm. of influence. Somebody doing better than you, that's where you want to be. Right. Somebody that you can go to for your, your financial, your budgeting, your stability needs. I got a systems person in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I got a hairdresser in my pocket. <laughs> I got a fashionista in my mm-hmm. pocket. Like, yeah. you know, and I got people that want to seek spiritual, you know, um, health and wealth with me. Like, I need it all. You do. Right. You have to have it all. Like, even if friends, like, don't get it twist it to anyone listening it's not about we're only surrounding ourselves with people who are in entrepreneurship i have a best friend who is happy at doing what she's doing right now we work in the same company she's just in an hr function but she'll watch my videos and be like that was you like that was you i get in person yeah or she'll be like that wasn't really really were you tired so if you're on this journey or even if you're saying that's not for me again get the entrepreneurship friend if you are in the nine to five hustle because they're gonna make you go harder they're gonna be like gosh you Mm -hmm. deserve more you need to ask for a better raise girl yeah like Mm -hmm. your circle has to be a mixed bag nail on the head Mm. right amen it does have to be i mean you have to the friends family and if there's even like family that's just not rocking with you just you know, try to focus on something else. Like maybe friends are the family or, you know, having that power when it comes to unity is a big thing. You can't do it on your own. Mm-mm. You can't do it on your own because you are going to struggle on your own and your thoughts are going to get the best of you. So you need to have that friend. You can be like, girl, I don't know what's going on, but I need some help or I need some coffee or I just need a break or whatever it may be. Like, I just asked you something today, you know? I mean, I'm like, you know, Anissa, help me with this closet. What's good? <laughs> like, yep. you know, you got to keep having these people around you and add to, I keep adding them. Yep. Don't be like, well, my circle's small. No, 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 no. Like, grow that circle. Like, yes, you know your core is small, but at the same time, you want to have those people to come in and be a part of your life that are going to show you multiple, multiple things. Yep. And don't show them the person if they're just a few steps behind you even. Sometimes you that's even, for me, a motivation to keep pushing harder to show other people what's possible. So, yeah. like, maybe that I have a friend who's like, you know, if she's going through a rough time, I'm going to help her as much as I can. Don't get me wrong. And, right. But I also have a certain boundary. But mm-hmm. I'm also going to keep moving forward because I know one day she's going to have to wake up and be like, okay, like, all right, Anissa, I'm ready. And I'll already have a path laid out to help pull them along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't want to be petty when I say no. this, but everybody in your circle does not have to be above you. No. no. There can be people a few steps behind you. Like, those are the people that keep me grounded. Mm-hmm. Like, I need that too. It's not this, I'm not coming from this selfish place of building this. I'm not trying to build this, like, elitist. workforce. Next, this elite. <laughs> this elite workforce. With some super capes and a whole logo to match, yo. Like, everybody above me just pull me up out of the hole. You know, like, I have a ton of people that are a few steps behind me that I consider in my inner circle of influence mm-hmm. and they keep me grounded because they know me they know my soul they know what I need they know we know how to exchange value with each other when you have a mutually beneficial relationship where you both have the same mindset yep. and you, there's a constant value exchange that's literally those are the prerequisites those are the qualifications for somebody exactly. that should be in your circle of influence mm-hmm. I mean look at us I do podcasts Bianca, you don't do a podcast. Like, no, not you know. At all. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you want me You're like, oh, no, it's going to be totally fine. It's just a conversation. I'm like, okay, Justin, I know that I just need to bring myself to that moment where we're having a conversation. My like, heart's like this, beating. I'm like, just 
don't choke. But then I think about it, the coolest thing is there's going to be someone who is taking part in this conversation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're going to benefit. But we've all found ways to exchange value with each mm-hmm. other, and we're nowhere near in the same playground. No. no. I'm like, nowhere. two steps behind, really. No, but. not that. <laughs> I don't mean that. No. I just mean, like, well, you'll have a podcast eventually. But <laughs> my podcasting skills can't help you. But we have found other ways to exchange value spiritually, health-wise, like, mm-hmm. positive vibes, just supporting one another heavy, like, any questions we go back and forth. Yeah. I'm always asking you always about supporting. something friendship-wise, and you're always asking me about something business, and we're always trying to just combine forces and make sense of life and make it work. Right. Just because I don't have a podcast doesn't mean that I like, can't sit there and be like, go listen to the strand of faith. Mm-hmm. Every time she's there, someone's there with me, I'm always like, oh, she has a podcast. She has a podcast. You gotta go <laughs> oh, listen. Yeah, she, Every time they walk she has, in. She's at a TED Talk. She got a podcast. <laughs> what you want to know about Jess? I just want to let you know. That's what I talked about on that last yeah. podcast. So I was like, the difference between your friends right now and your circle of influence, and here's why they're two different people, is my circle of influence is going to swoop in and support me mm. as the day is long. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not going to be any comparison. There's not going to be, well, I feel like I need to hold her back because I'm not doing well. Oh. There's not going to be any oversaturation. Like I was I was telling my listeners, I woke up the other morning, I had like 12 notifications on Facebook and it was this woman in a group that said, hey, I'm looking for a podcast coach. Somebody in my circle was like, it's Jessica Hurley. Like here she is, blah, 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 blah. Before I could respond, somebody else I knew in my circle was like, yep, it's her. Like you got to use her, you know? And it's not this, we're not all coming from this scarcity mindset. That's no. the difference yes. between your friends and... Mm-hmm. And your circle of influence, I'm gonna push everybody to be. I don't mm-hmm. even care if I know whether or not you know how to do what they want done to their hair. I'm like, call my girl. You know I what I mean? Learn. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and same with Anissa. Yeah. Like any way that we yeah. can share this mindset, share the wealth, share the abundance. Yeah. Give it to one another in other ways. Like we're all super committed to that. And I think that that's really all it takes to be involved, like to create such a, a strong circle of influence mm-hmm. is just, those are the qualifications. Those are the prerequisites. And if your friends ain't on that, you know. I don't gotta oh, tell yeah. you nothing else. You know your friends ain't on that. I got a list. I know I can tell you who's where and where they fall. And that's fine with me because I got a really strong circle. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna push me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't know exactly how to do it, I'm like, okay, they know you're volunteering me? Let me figure this out real quick. Right. But it helps me grow. Right. Because they see that talent in me and they know I can, and they expand yep. my capabilities. Yep. Yeah, and they know that detail about you mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, you know, she's comfortable with being here. If I don't push her to that moment, she's not going to do it. So here I am giving you that other step, that pebble, that, you know, mm-hmm. that new rock to go climb over. So, like, we all have to be that person for each other. And you know who those people are. Mm-hmm. Like you said, when you hear someone saying, oh, yeah, I'm looking for a new hairstylist. I like your hair, da 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 da. And they don't say anything, knowing, like, you're right there, like, come on. Yeah. You know? And then there's a the girl that's like, yeah. Go to B, go to B, go to B, da da da. You just know these people and you have to see that and take that moment and just grow with it. Be okay that some people are not coming with you. Mm, they mm-hmm. are not coming with you and it's okay. And the, first, mm-hmm. the higher you go, the more in excess they will fall. Mm-hmm. Clear a path, let mm. them fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Seriously, you gotta, let, you gotta let some things go. But you can't carry everybody like that. Like, mm-hmm. That weight on your shoulder is gonna bring you down faster trying to bring everyone with you oh yeah mm-hmm. facts i like that 
so we can wrap it up because we will talk all night. Um, <laughs> what's one thing, because I feel like I've watched the both of you grow significantly in the last 365 days. One of the most valuable lessons you learned, entrepreneurship, growth, mindset, transformation, one of the most important things you learned. And then what was the hardest lesson you learned? Like one that was like, you felt like you had to like really break through, do it a couple times, like to really get it. Like it kind of had to knock you upside the head for you to. Well, the hardest for me was definitely going into business with other people thinking that was going to be it. That was hard because mm. I'm on my own now and that's. It is what it is. We're at that path and I'm actually very happy that I'm here. But at that moment, it was so hard to let go of these people. You were like, no, you were supposed to be that. You're supposed to be it. We're supposed to be together. This is my rock. Like, da, 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 da. Those are, that's what I'm saying. Like, keeping that, trying to keep those moments, it's going to be, you have to trust yourself. You know what's best for you. And even if you don't see it at that moment, it's going to work out because I fought those things so tooth and nail and I realized I was fighting the wrong fight. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't focused on what was the true fight that I needed to go forward with. So that was definitely my hardest was, that was <laughs> understanding Fighting that. the wrong fight. Oh, I was. I with people that I realized I was like, and then when I moved to a different space, literally, I was like, oh, this is so much better. Why and was I, I so resilient on being in this same space? And I saw you reverting back to the old you in those Ooh. moments. I saw it. Oh yeah, she's mm-hmm. there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I left my old me in Miami. <laughs> she's there sometimes, you know. You gotta. It's, Thought it's, we broke up. It's, <laughs> it's slow. She, you, you, so <laughs> Just put her in the Come car on. and drop her back off and say, "I'll see you later, girl." Small, small little beast gotta go down. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was so, good. That was my hardest part, though. For me, probably the hardest lesson, and it's an exercise you taught me, and I do it every now and then, which is confronting those lies that I tell myself just because I've come from short story like I love my family to death but they've also helped build these really terrible lies within me of what I'm capable of and then couple that with some bad decisions of people I surrounded myself with that also spoke those lies into me you end up just believing it like okay I can't do this I'm only good enough to do this and I have to always check myself and that is like one of those things where if I feel myself getting off whether it's on a piece of paper in my mind I have to be like nope you are smart enough to figure out how to run your own business online you are beautiful enough to go out and take photos and people are gonna like them you are talented enough you don't have to have a million dollars to be able to get a photographer and do it yourself just give your boyfriend your iPhone and figure out how to pose and you make it work (laughs) but you you have to shut yourself down because those always become the excuses of why I can't do something so if you're like me and you're one of those people I challenge you write down just pick three I mean I probably had a list of a lot but pick the three that are like really holding me back and just rip them up however you have to do write down spin them into a positive whatever it takes but you have to start speaking that back to yourself the minute those thoughts pop up because those are the things that have helped me back the longest plain and simple Mm. and you have to know creating it making a habit of it is so powerful because the first time you did it it felt fake oh yeah it felt like and then it was one time I was like just go reverting back and I was like okay so I think I'm doing this thing where I'm telling these lies to myself so let's go through this and it becomes like riding a bike so it's like maybe in the morning where I'm like oh you can't you don't have enough time to do all this and I'm like no absolutely I do have enough time I'm gonna whip out my planner we're gonna look at this day and we're going to squeeze in me taking a post during my lunch break because I have a full hour so that will take 15 minutes so boom lie done you do have time yeah right exactly (laughs) exactly I like that exercise I gotta try that yeah 
yes. she, she missed that event. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried that one. Girl, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> when you told me that, I was like, I'm going to smile and go through this. But yeah, you have to figure out those tactics to help yourself overcome and show up. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's probably my going but I have a lot of lessons, but I think that was the game-changing lesson when I could There's stop. There's always a game-changing lesson. Yeah, when yeah. it was like, yeah. no, 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 you can show up as that girl. And you all those lies are just lies. Lies. Right. Stories. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we live in them. And oh. we, like, breathe them. And then we believe them. And they manifest. Like, we tell them so much <laughs> that we believe them. And then the body externally manifests exactly what we believe. For real. So, yeah, like, I don't have time. I never have time. I just don't have the time. Oof. And then you create this life around being so busy that you don't have the time. Mm-hmm. So. I was just thinking on how I'm never on time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that's a lie. That's you, a lie. So I do have the been, time to be on time. You've been telling yourself that Spanish people are never on time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you know, it's Girl, a Spanish it's thing. Girl, it's time. I'm like, ooh, like, that's a lie. <laughs> I need to just prioritize myself a little bit better. I told myself the same. I have the time to be on time. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's what was it. the second part? The important, most, most important most lesson. Important. It's kind of close. It's got, that's yeah. kind of close to proximity. Like, yeah. Because the hardest lesson is pretty much the same life as equally life-changing lesson yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think the hardest lesson I learned, and I've mentioned this, this, I think last week was I will not be able to please everyone on this journey. And I had to own my obsession with and not even, I want this to be clear, it wasn't like this people pleasing of like, I want to make sure that the content I give out everybody loves, or I want to make mm-hmm. sure like, it makes sense to everyone. I want to make sure everyone likes it. It wasn't that. It was like this, I truly wanted everyone to like me. This is really shameful actually, but I didn't want anyone to ever, if I imagined someone being like, well, I just don't like her. Like she, I can't stand her. I can't stand her content. I don't like her. That like, I would be like, no, 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 no. Oh, I feel that behind the chair all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that's my work. You're like, no what? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, and I'm like, I no no, I want you to like me. No, no, I'm a good person, I swear. Even if you knew me outside of the podcast or whatever, ask my friends. I'm a good person. <laughs> like Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. And it's like this, first of all, it that's never been the case. Not everyone has ever liked me. And it could be out of jealousy, it could be out of something I did, it could be out of personal choice. Yeah, right. But the concept is inevitable. There's someone out there probably since I was four years old, that just said, I don't Man. like her. Like, and I know the people they are back in Daytona. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. It's been inevitable. It's okay. And then to know that if I choose to go higher on this journey, there will be more. Mm-hmm. And then in order for me to have that impact, I am owning that I know that I'm supposed to have it will be putting a lot of that aside. It will actually not happen until I put aside the concept that every time I produce something, every time I talk, it's okay. A good group of people probably won't like this. Five to ten percent. Yep. Mm. They're not gonna like it. Yep. It's okay. And it's perfectly okay because the people that it's gonna impact, it's gonna be that much more powerful for them. And you may see them on the next round. Yeah. You know, yeah. most people turn around sometimes. Oh yeah, I hear Gary Vee talk about it all the time. Like where he just shows how of how he is. He's loud, he's impactful, he's gonna swear, he's gonna do this, he's not your standard business person. He knows people don't like him, but he always has someone who pops back up that was like, Well, I used to not like you and they actually end up gravitating towards him. But that does not stop him. Mm-hmm. He just keeps going forward. And mm-hmm. he and he accepts it. And he sometimes responds to those people. Sometimes he doesn't. And he keeps it moving. And that is beautiful. It, that's confidence. And that's showing up yeah. for the people who really matter. Any piece of advice for anyone listening? 
What's my advice? Just do. Just start. Start somewhere. Your first YouTube video is going to be terrible. I know mine is still up on my page and I still cringe at it, but it was my best attempt at that time. The first podcast is going to be rough. The first blog post is going to be rough. The first Instagram, whatever it is that you're starting, that first one's going to be rough, but you're never going to be able to improve if you don't start. There's no perfect start. Mm. See, I think a different, I'm on a different one, but I like it. I mean, mine for me, I'm like, since I told you I am that jump first person, I'm like, take your time. Mm. Understand that, yes, you can jump into it and do that thing. But if you are like me, just take your time a little bit. Just figure out little details that you probably are going to miss that are going to hit home later on because it did for me. Because like we, me and Anise, two different levels, we're two different type of people on two different journeys. So yes, do it. But no, like don't feel this rush because entrepreneurs are popping up everywhere because you'll you, get lost. Or you think that everyone in the market is doing that right now. So you need to hurry up and do it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just get your piece of the pie or get out, put yourself out there in the market because there's too many YouTube videos and too many mm-hmm. podcasters and like, yeah, but solidify your idea a little bit. Get some yeah. validation behind what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. Like, Do some research. Yeah. yeah. Do Just, some research because I had no idea what I was doing. I said, I'm going to be a salon owner. <laughs> I never even thought about a moment of how it is to buy color how to, you're a receptionist, your assistant, you are everything. So, you know, those people that are just, you're like, I gotta do it now. Do it, but... Think about it. Think about it. Just like, truly, and I keep a notebook. I'm like, let me just sketch out my idea. Yeah. And, and, and when I'm saying do it, don't be impulsive and reckless, of course, but... Don't be... Do something. But do something to move your needle forward. If that is doing a little bit of research to, like, make sure yeah. your idea is good, yes, yeah, stop and do research. But don't get caught in a research little hamster wheel because I can mm. tell you I've probably seen every YouTube video on how to maximize SEO and have a great <laughs> click-through rate, but it didn't make my... Some of it made my content better, but it also wasted a lot of my time right. because it's sometimes just a reiteration of the same info. Like, pick your little guru, yeah. tap into them, tap out, and go create something, and then put it out there, and then follow up. It's just like a little wash and rinse and repeat, repeat. little yeah, cycle, yeah. but... Don't be reckless at the same time. Like, just don't. When you said you were quitting, I was like, okay. Really? Like, <laughs> oh, that was scary. No, I know. The next, next day. When I'm... you say you get an idea, I'm going to ask you, so have you done this, this, and this? Because I usually have a standard checklist in the back of my head that you run I'm through. Like, we, didn't, we need a Bianca checklist. <laughs> yes. Seriously, seriously. Because, you know, I was in the I'm class. A, and I'm a head out checklist. <laughs> I'm a head out. Uh, all right. Well, ladies, it was a complete honor. Thank you so much for sharing your time, your honesty, your vulnerability, your parts of your transformation, mm-hmm. your true advice that comes from real experience. And it was an absolute honor. And I thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Stranded Fam. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.